Enough time, I go away with that. <laughs> uh, got my notes. My goal is to make you guys crack well. You do this, it's working crack all the today. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's working today. It totally <laughs> is. It's probably because I didn't do certain things before sh- before arriving. So, hi, boys. Like poop. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't done that yet today. So <laughs> Brooks is backed up where it's because he's lactose intolerant. No, is this true? Actually, if if it, you are, it's the opposite, right? I am allergic to milk. So, so if you take it, it like expels out of your body, right? Uh, I believe projectile vomiting is a thing. Does it also induce no bad poopies? Uh, nope. No. So, is lactose intolerant poopy and like digestion issues? That's a digestion issue. That's, okay. I don't think it gets far enough to become poopy because it's no, rejected it like, by his body like yeah. instantly. He throws it right the fuck up. Yeah, like uh, like mm. uh, twenty minutes after ingestion, boom, gone. Okay. Hi guys. I guess I don't really have that except for cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he immediately regurgitates cum as soon I, as it. I don't know what stomach. it is. I can't. I was, keep it I, was down. Hoping, I, I was hoping it was either that. <laughs> it was either that or it was going to be explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Could be both. Could be. Porque dos. Get a little bit of. We d- we don't know if he's been Eiffel Towered recently. Hmm. Mm, indeed. I mean, one of those ends has a much better time than the other. The one again, that's not getting diarrhea on, obviously. Again, I say hi, guys. Hey. Hello, Kyle. We have, a, we have our usual October guest joining us back again is our good friend, Brooks. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, buddy. Uh, you're going to be wrestling in town here pretty soon. I am. I'm excited for that. I actually am pretty stoked, too. I'm so, going to that. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'm uh, also going to the prior events as well. So, Oh, yeah. Like all the... There's the trivia night thing. There's the trivia night with uh, D'Lo Brown. Which is which big for I'm you. really excited. I know. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and I have I need to talk to him at some point, too, because I use one of his moves. Mm. Uh, it's So this, you have a thing that ties I do, into it. Yeah. So I do, I do a sky high. So I want... To because it's a respectful thing to do in the business is to ask his permission to continue using it. So <laughs> nice. You know, he's one. He's one of them that's that made it fairly popular. Um, and whenever I call for it, I do call it a sky high. But uh, whenever I actually use it in a match, I dubbed it the f bomb. Nice. <laughs> so I uh I think that's pretty cool. Delo's coming here. I don't watch wrestling now, and I've been out mm-hmm. of it for a long time. But when I did watch it, I remember Delo Brown. Yes, I remember watching him. So that's pretty cool. He's going to be there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked on that for you. Mm-hmm. The all- fact that you're wrestling in town yeah. is, and then there's also for me. and there's also the um, uh, WWF No Mercy tournament. Yeah, you are doing that too. Oh, totally doing that one. <laughs> Yeah, and that'll be uh, pretty awesome too. And that's all, both those are happening at the Cade, right? Uh, I do believe so. Yes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's that's pretty awesome too. I'm definitely going to try to make it to I think the No Mercy tournament, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm absolutely going to the show. I think that's going to be a fucking blast. Yeah, I might live stream it. I think you should. Oh, um, I've thought about it. 
Mm. I want to talk to Matt about it. Yeah, you might want to <laughs> talk to Matt about it because uh, I know he's really big. And actually, that was another thing. I've got to. Uh, I, I talked to him recently, and I'm invited to his uh, meetings. Oh, cool! For the promotion, so uh, kind of something to get involved with a little bit. Well, so that, good, that'll be. So I mean, if I get a chance to actually go to one, it's not fit into my schedule yet, but. Uh, I can bring it up and see what he thinks. Well, Brooks, man, <coughs> as always, I look forward to Halloween. I'm I'm glad when you're on. Oh yeah, everybody. Uh, I think most people our age enjoy this. Uh, holiday, I guess you'd call it right. Yeah, Halloween's a holiday. Yeah, Halloween's a holiday. <laughs> but like, as you get adults, have stretched it into the whole month. Um, it's similar yeah. to Christmas. Uh, just about any major holiday nowadays is like stretched out into a whole month with the exception of uh, Independence Day. It seems to be just the 4th of July, maybe that entire week. Our country is not worth celebrating for more than a week. <laughs> Ryan coming it's in with biting show. political commentary. <laughs> but it's always worth He's got blowing. his pulse on the nation. Or his finger <laughs> it's on the pulse it's on always the worth blowing something up, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's never not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how else do you solve poverty? <laughs> Blowing it up. Blow it up. <laughs> yeah. Today we're, we're talking about a, I would call it a classic 80s horror film. Yeah. I don't know about any of those words. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 80s. It is the 80s. It's, it's horror. It's kind of a cult, uh, campy horror film. Which I think is what makes it the and that, 80s. I, like, yeah, I agree. I, the, the more campy horror films, I think, came out in... Around the 80s. I do have a question for you guys. Yeah. Sort of concerning this. Ryan, I want to ask you first. Mm. And then Brooks can also think too. Okay. To my mind, there are two big eras of horror. There are the 1950s and the 1980s, it seems like. <laughs> or the 50s, like the Nosferatu, Bride and of Frankenstein. Yes, all of the, like the, like the classic Paramount. Universal uh, Monsters. Universal Nosferatu was like the 30s. 20s, 20s yeah. yeah. It was earlier. Because it was okay. a silent film. Okay. But still in that era, but Boris yeah. Karloff's the Bela Lugosi, <laughs> yeah, Lon Chaney. So okay, what what in your opinion do you think is a bigger era for horror, the fifties or the eighties? Well, this is a question that has a lot of depth and complexity to it that I don't think we'll be able to <laughs> exactly. accurately talk about within an intro topic. But I mean. If you're asking me, I think historically, which one was more important? It's the 50s. I would it agree with the you there historically. Monsters. I don't care as much about a lot of those movies. I love Bride of Frankenstein. I like Creature of the Black Lagoon. Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein. I don't like as much. I think they're kind of lesser works than the works they're based off of. I much prefer like the books. And some of the other more recent adaptations, especially like interview with the vampire for dracula i think there are better interpretations than the classics but i think they did a lot for film at the time and were the needed push that the horror genre needed so i think it it's more important but what did you say the other one was you said the 70s or the 80s the 80s which is like that's when like your big creature effects really start to come into sure. effect. Sure, yeah, it's it's sort of uh, what Alien was seventy eight, and I, I think, think from so. there you had all a, that a stuff. Giant push. Well, that's that's kind of what I gravitate towards. You more. also had American Werewolf in Paris in like the late seventies too, right? Yeah, that, London. 
Mm-hmm. But it was, in, was, the, it was yeah. in the late 70s. Yeah, but not Wait, Paris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I was, I'm sorry. Yeah. American Paris was shitty CGI. <laughs> but I um, love Paris. Fair enough. <laughs> Should it? But I know. I, I know. I, yeah, I think this, the 70s and 80s, they meant more to me as like, as, as a person who watches film. It has affected my taste and my opinions, but the 50s, I think, are the more iconic in the more historically needed push well, the genre and needed. Plus, what are, what pl- about you? Plus, Bruce? around the same time, you saw a... <coughs> it was around that time, it, there was a big, big push of those... You're talking about the 50s? 50s, yeah. There yeah. was a big push around that time of those older monster movies, the sci-fi monster movies. You had... Uh, like Them. Yeah, Them, which was actually... Mm-hmm. A really that's the one about really, the ants, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that was a really good movie as far as you know, giant creature movies Agreed. go. Yeah, that was a really really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had uh, you know, Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman, The Amazing you Colossal had a lot Man, of the schlocky stuff too. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Horror was love. kind of huge at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think the eighties were like a similar recurring era. Yeah, there was there was a surge of horror movies mm-hmm. around the eighties. That did did the same thing, but the first place that kicked it off was around the fifties yeah. and sixties. Yeah, because the eighties redid a bunch of the movies from the fifties. Right, kind like of. the uh, thing, the King Kong, the, thing. the Blob, the Thing. Yeah. There's so many. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, they just reinvented some classics. Uh, some of them they did better. Uh, like one of the first movies that ever gave me nightmares as a child was actually the 1984 version of the blob oh yeah really like, what part well, that, well so I that agree. was the first movie <laughs> that was the first movie i've watched crazy, both of you that was the first movie i watched that broke the rule that i thought there was in horror movies about the child that they killed a kid yeah oh in the okay. movie and i'm like whoa was that the phone booth right where you uh, see the kid no it was, was uh that? in the sewers uh, when they were escaping the movie theater. Okay. And that, yeah, I remember. Right. Mm-hmm. There's the one kid in the yellow jacket mm-hmm. that got his stuff, got, got stuck and everything. That's right. So, yeah. I mean, that was a terrifying movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Somebody gets like pulled through a drain pipe like forcefully and it's just yeah. the most horrifying slow process. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's some hallmark scenes in that movie that That is a classic yeah so you think the 80s version is better than the 50s version yeah 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 so i think you're so you're both saying that the 50s were a very impactful time for the horror genre i'd i'd i'll go for as far to say as was an iconic time. would you say it's the more important one too (sighs) well i mean well, origin is definitely important. Yeah. So, as far as it goes, I mean, if it didn't happen, it probably wouldn't have. That, that, or we yeah. we wouldn't be as far along in, in that progression. You're right, but did the 80s push the, the real R-rated horror? So let me, let me jump like, in is, and is devil's that, advocate here. Is that where that's the what 80s I'm, come in? That's what I'm going to say, is that I think that the 80s horror genre has defined a lot of the movies that we still watch now more mm-hmm. than the 50s one. The 50s era. I don't well, disagree, but I think... 
and good also, and bad things were learned from that. And sure. also at the same time, the rating system in the 80s wasn't exactly what it is today. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, if you look back, uh, prime example I throw out for this one is Beetlejuice. It's rated what, PG? Rated PG. Yeah. And then you've got Michael Keaton kicking mm-hmm. over a model tree, grabbing mm-hmm. his crotch, saying, nice fucking model. Which is maybe yeah. my favorite part in that entire movie. <laughs> it's or the most hilarious. It, Jaws, nice fucking model. Jaws is, <laughs> Jaws is, is PG. Is Jaws PG or P- G? It's PG. It's yeah. it's something real low, but yeah. that's another one where you're, whoa. Yeah. If, you're, you, if you show that to a kid now, they're going to fucking have Well, nightmares. it's funny. So you guys mentioned the blob giving you nightmares <laughs> because... Yes. The movie we're talking about today is one of only three movies that's ever given me nightmares. House gave you nightmares? House fucking terrified me as a kid. I cannot wait to talk about this. And I'm, <laughs> I'm completely on it because I haven't watched it for a long time until for this episode. And so I was, I was not looking forward to it. I'll be honest. Because, because of the nightmares. Yeah. Cause man, this movie literally fucking terrified <laughs> me as a kid. And I, I wanted to try to come at it neutral and okay. analytical. <laughs> and I'll get into it a little bit later. What impact that had on me in this film? I think but there was an impact. <laughs> there were. Uh, it was this. I had one nightmare about Freddy Krueger, where he killed my grandma. Mm-hmm. And then I had sense. countless, <laughs> countless nightmares about Chucky from Child's Play. Yeah, and he also killed my grandmother a number of times. Sure, in those nightmares. My grandma was a big person to me. She was a big part of yeah. my life. And, apparently. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Why did you say it like apparently? apparently. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just never had nightmares about other people dying. <laughs> really? I guess well, I like, just, that's because, Ryan, so, you're a slightly so bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I just care about me. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. So, like, usually it, he would kill my grandmother, which would terrify me, and then they would come to kill me. It was like okay. a, a teasing thing, like, oh, she's dead. Now I'm going to get you, huh? But yeah, the house I had many nightmares about for a long time. So, but so all the things <laughs> I know, I know it'll it'll be good. But this eighty cinema man, yeah, this was I think one of the castoffs of eighty cinema almost. Uh, what it, do you mean by that? It, so it, it, it wasn't it, exactly like a mainstream. Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was definitely B movie schlock, mm-hmm. much like. Some of the others that weren't like the universal monster movies of the 50s, they were everything else that was jumping on to try to cash in on that growing trend. I can't remember which uh, production, which... Uh, I think I have the director. I know him. Yeah, but what company made this movie? I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember either. I don't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I have Google at my finger- fingertips. I know. We all do. It's Fingle? Crazy. You got Fingle? I got Fingle's problem is um, I can't read it because I'm my eyes are dilated. Just get close and I'll read it. That's <laughs> trusting you with a large portion of this. But yeah, this is definitely like a B movie schlocky. It's not It's not the, the top tier yeah. of the horrors. No, no. It is not Nightmare on Elm Street is not thing. It is not alien. And even those are schlocky. Well, but, no, well, because horror in itself is schlocky. To a degree, yeah. 
it, but there's but, there's a level of quality. Yeah, like Alien, it, the first Alien, especially. Budget, I wouldn't yeah. call schlocky. No, it had a budget. It had prestige behind it. It is a slow moving art film. Yes, I mean it is. The sequels less so, <laughs> yeah. for better or worse. I but I. <laughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. They're all schlocky. I just, I can't, I can't, like, there's, what's your, what's your favorite horror movie of all the time? There's schlock in it. Like, you oh, just I can't, see. you can't divorce the two. So to say this is schlocky, it's like, they're all schlocky in one way or the other. Yeah. But this one is, this is just, extra this levels. is a C-tier movie. You'd even this call was it, a, uh, New, New yeah. World Pictures okay. made this one. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's, it's one of them offshoot I remember it, like, from video yeah. stores. Yeah. And my mom would rent it a lot. Uh, I remember it. Video stores and uh, Channel 4 played it's it all the time. It's a Monster Vision on TNT. I caught yeah. this played and this? House Second Story. Really? On Monster Through Vision? Monster Vision yeah. at Probably some damn. point. Mm-hmm. I watched him as like a young kid, like five and six years old. Yeah, I don't remember anything about this first house. Apparently, all my memories are from the second one. Really? So see, this was like the, sec- almost the second a new one's a completely different movie too. It's, I've never it's seen like Gremlins one to Gremlins two. It's yes, just it's it fucking absurd. I've not seen any other house because this one literally it traumatized <laughs> me so bad. I didn't want to see any more of them. I am just the second the second one's not as much horror. No, it it, it goes even more in the it's Gremlins too. Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, it it's, goes yeah. much more. Comedic. This is not supposed to be a full on horror either. This no, is supposed no, this to be is a comedy. This horror. is a class. This is classified as horror comedy, mm-hmm. which technically American Werewolf in London was classified the same way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd put this more. This in is the, more in the comedy area. Yeah, yeah I'd say it's like early Peter Jackson slash early Sam Raimi yeah. stuff is what this yeah. feels like to me. Well, uh, Shane Black was good friends with the director of this movie, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell that he's almost at times sort of trying to be Shane Black a little. See, I don't there's, see this. You said this the other well, day. Well, there's, yeah. there's some there's some sarcasm in in the movie. Um, <laughs> with, not even I don't even think that much sarcasm outside of like the main character sometimes, but the people around him seem very very earnest. Yeah, but it's most mostly the yeah the dude from Cheers is super earnest, he, like almost to a fault. He you is think? earnest. Yeah, I think he's just nosy. I I mean, he is like it's the small town because he's the big time Hollywood writer moving back to his small town, and the small town people are kind of nosy. That said, there is not a single moment where I think Norm from Cheers acts in a way that isn't like trying to help his new best friend. Like, when he calls the cops, I think it's legitimately because he's concerned. Like, when he does everything, it's because there's legitimate concern. It is not sarcastic or done because he's whatever. I think it is It is earnest. Okay. And even, like, the what we see so often in these movies, like the ex-wife, the ex-Hollywood wife, um, usually is, like... A bitch... Yeah, conniving has ways to drum up drama in the second or third act. And almost every fucking... This time, no. She's just fucking concerned, but they couldn't make it work because the sun disappeared. And that's it. Yeah. Like, everybody just seems super earnest. I don't get the sarcastic vibe at all. Sorry. I, I, just, I, I don't get it. I get it from <laughs> the monsters and from Bull. Yeah. From Night Court. Oh. 
Mm. Yeah. That the, that whole part. The that sure. I think Bull was <laughs> totally miscast. Man. Yeah, the tone of the movie. It's it seems seems more sarcastic to me, but it's kind huh. of the way kind of the way the how because you got to think of it. The house is a character. The house is this, a character in this movie, and it seems sarcastic. I see. I don't think it it's does, sarcastic as much as it's blunt. It is. Because there is no subtlety. No, yeah, there, there isn't there subtlety is, there. But like, well, all right. So here you go. This is a product of the 80s where subtlety wasn't a thing. Like everything was very <coughs> blunt and the symbolism and the themes here are very direct and overt. The house and this poltergeist is 100% only a metaphor for his baggage in his life. It is literally what he did in Vietnam that he regrets and then his son and how he handled things Passes his son's son disappearance. Disappearing. It is literally like it's nothing but drama. Or, or sorry, baggage. Baggage. Drama from his past that he's trying to deal with manifested through the house. This movie. So I'm going to start going through Slash. some of my notes okay, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, please. I'm going to be on the defense this entire time. I don't so, think you really in, are. In case, in case, before we get into this, we should probably put out like a mission statement, like where we are in this film, so we kind of know. <laughs> okay. Before you even fucking get into it. He's all, he's so on the defense. I'm totally already. on the defense here. Already on the defense. All right. So I, I think you'll be surprised. I am ready to fucking fight tooth and nail because I think this is a good, fine 80s movie. Ryan loves this movie. I don't love it. I think it's good. I think yeah. it's really good. I just, I think it did not have the budget. It definitely did not. And that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, I think thematically, like, this movie works. And it could be remade nowadays with a better budget and probably somebody with a little bit more creative flair. And it'd be really solid. It's kind of fun it. at points. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hated this movie as a kid. I still don't really like it now, but I think a big part of that is my own personal bias. Because I was looking at things differently, and while they're nuts, I don't know, man. It, it, I think this movie definitely suffers from a smaller budget than what it wanted to do. Sure. Um, it It is effective enough in storytelling, but, like, the shit in Vietnam is very much like a stage play. And there's so many things. I don't know, man. You're it's not, very nitpicky. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. And it, it didn't work for me at all <laughs> this time. It was weird. Because, like, I, as a kid, you don't notice shit like that. But I don't, it's so hard to be like, that's fully on a set, really cheaply shot. They probably did all of this in, like, two days. It looked like to me... I don't know. Motherfucker, get, let's talk. I'm being let's very talk. nitpicky. I know. This is super nitpicky because we can go back through some of your shit about sure. like things yeah. they shot in like one day. Let's talk about the goddamn cinematography of American Werewolf in Paris oh, and how garbage. fucking masterful that is. Yeah. But look, yet look. you can look through it then and there. I know. Where there is no story to and back that's, up. No, th- listen, that's what I said. I'm sure a lot of this is my implicit bias <laughs> against this movie from the outset. Because, all right, let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> this movie fucking terrified me as a kid, as I've said. Uh-huh. And the reason, 99% of the fucking reason for that is the ex-wife monster. What? That's not even the scariest <laughs> thing in the movie. Dude, but look at How it. How did she fucking get you? <laughs> look at it from the eyes of a six-year-old. I've never seen anything like this. And the biggest part for me 
knowing it now, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's weirder to look at now, but as a kid, the way that they distorted that voice fucked with me so bad. So it was only the voice. It wasn't the and the way she it. looked. No, like that. It was a it was a combination of the two because she did look fucking weird as hell too, and she had those teeth. I'm and gonna, she was always slimy. I'm gonna pin my comments, but it looks like Brooks wants to say something on it. So the ex the ex wife <laughs> monster. I can I actually can I can see that a little bit because it's um. He can't at all. I can't at uh, all. But imagine I mean, being six, man. Nope. Yeah, being six, I can understand this. Yo, were you scared of the fucking aliens in Space Jam? Like, that no. was the most, like, cartoonified, like, he wasn't, scary. He wasn't six then, when Space Jam came out. That's yeah. fair. If you saw and, Space Jam when you were six, you would probably be scared and also, of the monsters. Like, that was very obviously cartoons. I yeah. knew cartoons. I knew they were separate. But this, this is, was, like, like, scary. It, it was practical <sighs> effects, which, again, to my mind... It's really there. People are physically interacting with it. It was just weird to me. It's and it was that distorted voice. It's weird. The voice, I won't give you the that voice is definitely creepy as hell. Especially when she like it's that like, first thing she it's does. It's shifted. It's she, echoed, and it's it's. I mean, oh she ducks down under the table to pick up the uh, shotgun shell that dropped off the table, and then when she comes up, she's this hag. This very bloated hag with that, fucked up teeth, yep. giant red lips. She looks like a she looks like hair. a she looks like oh, a methed out Miss Piggy. I think she looks like a Muppet, exactly like a Muppet. <laughs> and I think they Excuse specifically me. like kidified her to make her not scary. This is why it's like mind blowing. So to me. again, though, there's that thing in the closet is much more fucking scary than you think. So? See, that didn't bother me as a kid. I thought that looked cool. I mean, yeah, it looks cool, but but like, it doesn't talk too. I th- I'm telling yeah, you, that was literally. Big, it must be just the a voice. A big part of that voice, and like, but I thought the voice was like not. I thought it was a little cartoony. I didn't get it. It is, from and it. It, it is absolutely that. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, as a six year old kid, it yeah. fucking I'd never seen or heard anything like that. I just you know, and it's, it no, rocks it's cool. Me. I mean, whatever. I watched <laughs> Hollywood, uh, Hannibal Holocaust as a kid. Really? So like, At that uh, young? okay. I watched a lot of horror movies with my mom. That's one. That's why I <laughs> yeah. had these nightmares. I was watching fucking I know, I Freddy Krueger. That's why he is the way he is. Yeah, I was watching Child's Play. I fucking hate dolls because of that shit. I'm it's, with you. It's a lifelong yeah. scarification, but but that's diff- like the doll is intended to be scary. It'd be like going into to fucking Gremlins too and being like that but, lady Gremlin really disturbed me. Chucky has modified, or I mean, I guess they're rebooting Child's Play now, but I think so. Yeah, he he'd modified. It was a it was a comedy horror at this point. Mm-hmm. It wasn't scary, but Child's Play one and Child's Play two is the one that fucked me up. Man, were terrifying as like a seven year old kid. I don't well, care. I mean, I should not have been watching it, but it's yeah, fucking I mean, terrifying. What kind of what? This is the the premise of that movie is that it's a doll uh, who's possessed by the spirit of a serial killer. Yeah, and it looks like my to, buddy who wants to possess the kid who yeah. is specifically going after a child. Exactly. That is horrifying. That is horrifying. I'm in a house where I lost my son, and my ex-wife turns into like. Just essentially my ex-wife, but like fat and brown now. And so her voice like goes, ex-wife. No, Scary, it's, it, dude, it's, it's still, it's way more high pitched. Mm. And I, dude, and I know that's what I'm saying. Looking at it now, it's so obviously just 
audio effects in a studio yeah. that I've heard a billion times. It's not scary. In fact, we could probably recreate it here. Yeah, honestly, I could do it in like two clicks, and maybe I will for just a section. But that's also a lot of editing. He's not going to. I'm probably not this. going to. But uh, <laughs> I also remember being a kid and being terrified of the swordfish, especially when it comes alive. Well, yeah. That creeped me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots it. And it's still alive. Yeah. And so. it, I don't know, man. This movie had a big effect on me as a kid. And I'm probably harsher on it now because of that. Because it's like when you meet your school bully and you're way better than him now. I don't know if that ever happens, but it happens in Hollywood movies. It doesn't happen in no, real life. it doesn't. Does anybody even have a bully? Did you have a bully? A bully, like somebody who specifically targeted yeah. me, no. And was just an asshole to you? No. You, you didn't either. Uh, actually, yes, I did. You did? I did, yeah. Yeah? Um, but I took care of that in eighth grade. There you go. So when when you well, could no, hold I was, your own? Well, or? No, I could have always hold, held my own. I just... I have a very, very uh, long... Fuse? Uh, fuse. Penis? Okay. That That's too. Okay. Um... <laughs> So, uh, just one year, it's like, I was always a good kid in school, uh, minus my racketeering on the swing set. Uh, selling rides on the swings apparently is not a good idea. Especially nice. when they're public, but that's yeah. a very mafioso thing to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, so I, one day towards the end of the school year, I got fed up and just clocked the kid. There you go. Multiple, multiple times. I like it. Um, Brooke took, stands up for himself. Took, in trouble for it? Uh, I got Saturday school. That's not, that's not bad. You yeah. get kicked out of school now. Zero tolerance. Well, I would have been kicked out of school, but they were like, it's two weeks school left. Uh, uh, and I've never been to the principal's office ever. And the other guy had been on like six months of actually never being down there. So he was like, you guys both getting off on good behavior. Don't do it again. Well, all right. So this guy had a bully in this movie who was his partner in Vietnam, who was a real loose cannon, you guys. Some would say he's a bull. He is. He's a bull in a china shop, the china shop being Vietnam. They're not ready for a bull. I think I just made Ryan cringe. Oh, yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, so this movie, I, I have it written here, classic 80s. Uh, and my vindication for that note is the fact that the sweater wardrobe is on point in this movie. Very much Those so. deep, deep bees. With no <laughs> undershirt at one point. He's just got the upper chest muscles blasting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he was a superhero at the time. He was the greatest American hero. Is that who this guy was? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Believe it or not. He's walking on air. Right. I got you, buddy. What do you got? You got notes? Let me hear something. I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. My, oh, the movie itself? Oh, I mean, or my notes. Because I have around. the note all over the place tonally. I disagree. I think it's pretty consistent tonally. Yeah. I, I don't, and this is why maybe I take such a hard line on like the ex-wife monster, because I just don't think anything in here is really too, too scary. And, and it doesn't go for like that hard, intense drama because essentially the twist at the end of this movie, Brooks, you, probably seen this maybe kyle has but jacob's ladder it's kind of the same reveal payoff as jacob's ladder jacob's ladder does viet trauma so much better 
But that is like that is a movie that's actually about the trauma of Vietnam and PTSD and all that. Like that's what that is a metaphor for. Yeah. Like this is like one smaller part of it. So I don't expect it to get like that as right as Jacob's Ladder does. But I do think tonally like it is much lighter than that. Like it, it never is. tries to be anything more than that. And like at any point, like I can p- point like to a point. I said point so many times. I can point to a scene in the movie where like is just like straight farce and comedy. Like what I got from this is is a creator or an artist who is kind of like Edgar Wright, who's trying to do like this horror comedy, but not quite there. And I think that's what it is. Like from the time where he sets up all the video cameras and like sets them off, runs down the stairs and jumps out like victorious and slides on his knees. Like this is like 100% like with a wink and nod, like everything in this movie. Yeah. So I just, I, I don't see this tonal fighting. Okay. That's me. It's funny how we've all seen it kind of a different way. Mm -hmm. And I, I, again, I fully understand my bias. Yeah, it plays on, for for me, watching this, especially now that I'm older, it seems like it plays with horror tropes more than actually doing them, but it's it's like mm-hmm. it's like you said, a wink and a nod to those to those tropes of horror movies, you know, the big scary mm-hmm. big scary monster, you know, the kid disappearing. How uh, long do you think this kid was missing? And what did he eat in the nightmare one world? One year, maybe two. I think it's a short amount of time from context I, clues. What about you? I would, uh, I'd almost agree. It seemed like about a year. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's been too, too long. I would, I would say a year for the people in the real world. Oh, I see what you're saying. He got intercellared. Yeah. So the kid's going to come out a year later, but the same age. He didn't age. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you look at the kid. So in that's the pool. really the fountain of youth, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, you just have to be in a fucking youth. hell world. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was Vietnam. which was ghost ghost Vietnam. And also it had the weird winged bat creature. You remember that? That takes yeah. a shotgun? Oh, it does it does the little twirl with it. Does, it. Yeah. it does the Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's where Arnold Schwarzenegger got the idea to twirl the gun for T2. In 92, yeah. He would have got it from this. Yeah. That's the, and see that there. It's like I don't think they ever go for like the straight horror horror. I, I do think like that closet monster is as close as they get to like straight horror horror because there's no there's no laugh to that, but like that, that bat creature, like that's totally played for laughs. And did anybody notice that the that monster in the closet looked an awful lot like the monster in uh, Poltergeist Two? I was gonna say it looks a lot like the one in Hellraiser. I've never seen Poltergeist oh. Two, Three, whatever. Because I've only I've seen heard they're one. All bad. Yeah, I've only seen yeah. one. Af- one is all you should see. Okay. <laughs> two, think two, is like, is, two is... Thinking it's a Native oh, American stuff, like real heavy. That and two, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say that has probably the creepiest old guy in all of the movies. I have seen that part. Okay. I know that shit. I remember seeing a compilation. So, uh, Reverend Kane in, yeah. mo- in, mo- in, in there is... He's kind of gnarly. And there was a guy uh 
uh, worked uh, one of the gates that I go through at work who looked an awful lot like him. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Did you ever stop and ask him? Hey, no. I did, were I did, were I you just, an actor? I, I showed my badge and went on. I'm like, I don't want to talk to this guy at all. <laughs> it was it was really bad. How about you? You got more notes? I think I'm telling. I did think, I mean, this is completely shallow and maybe a bit misogynistic of me, but I thought the ex-wife was very pretty. Great comment. I mean, 10 I, out of 10. What? Fantastic. I wrote it. I've got something. Ex-wife is pretty. Great. I think she's, I, I, who's, who's better, the ex-wife or the other lady across the street with a kid? The fuck? I hate how it always falls to this. The fucking mom Gilmore or the daughter Gilmore. I don't fucking care about any... I don't know, Kyle, the blonde one. They're both blonde. That's why I don't fucking care. I know you don't. Why settle for one? <laughs> I was trying to fucking rile you up, man. It's working. You've, you've succeeded. I need, to quit, I need to quit dipping in the... You think I hate this movie, I think, a lot more than I actually hate it, and that makes you bothered. No, it's not bothered. I'm just trying to figure it out, because well, again, as always, like, when... Like, I know my viewpoint, and I know why I like my viewpoint. I am interested in your viewpoints and why you guys arrived there. I want to know, Kyle, why did you think it was totally off? Because I, I, and, and why did it, why was it not an issue for me? I am. Okay. This so, is what, this is what yeah. I'm thinking. Not like, uh, he like, he like this movie. You heard my feel. I don't fucking care no, so, about house. Like, I just, I'm interested in why you liked it or why you did not like it as much. Oh. I bet you Bentley brought that in here. I hope. I promise you it's not crusty. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, what is that? Brooks grabbed a sock from my chair that he's sitting on. Is there anything else on this chair I need to know about? <laughs> All of it is covered in semen. Oh, well. It's a thick, That explains layer. why my hands are salty. <laughs> That's, that explains why this chair is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what I'm saying tonally, and I did try to just... I tried to look at this movie through... I, I wasn't trying to look at it through a lens. Let me say it like that. Okay. I just wanted to watch it and view it completely objectively. And the shit with the neighbor guy, who's Norm from Cheers, mm -hmm. is, I feel, played up a lot more for laughs. Because it's trying to be almost like the burbs in their relationship. It's the way it uh... felt to me. Kinda. Maybe the roles are a little bit reversed, where the the one guy. I think guy's the Burbs it. is much, much more interested in the secrecy and unraveling of yeah. like the mysterious character, and I think that like that's touched upon very briefly with Norm and the neighbor, but I think that's resolved real quick. And again, I just like it becomes like a buddy movie of them versus the poltergeist. But Norm only shows up like periodically. He doesn't believe him for any of the movie. He he looks at him through this lens like this guy's he just a little shows crazy. Up Gets scared, drinks, and then passes out. <laughs> and then for he, the big part, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, but and then even if you're saying like the shit with the ex-wife monster is comedic, I still don't see it as comedic. It still kind of bothered me now. They I, do like they do like the fake chase around like the small table, you know, like the back and forth, and like it's totally like go back and watch it again, and like I feel like the camera moves and the way. Both of the characters interact with each other are very similar to Looney Tunes. It is 
like a Chuck Jones. And I don't mean this in a bad way. Joe Dante from Gremlins and Inner Space and all this stuff, he did horror movies in the 80s and he had the same kind of mindset. And I think he even went on to direct the Looney Tunes movie because it's, really? it's all the fucking same. Sure. Like it is schlocky and it's cartoonish. And I think that, I don't know. I just, I thought it was all cartoonish. So I, I didn't never had and an it, issue. It was very cartoonish. Even when they get into like the deep nom stuff. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Cartoonish and light. Tonally, it, to me, it didn't come off that way. Like, I don't know. Where you, all right, here you go. Uh, for tone, and this might just be like the humor didn't work for you more than tone, but like speaking of tone, did you ever feel like the lead character was in danger? No. No, because consistently the tone was there all along. Sure. Where it's light and comedic and you don't really, it's not dark. It's not scary or threatening. Did the humor work for you? Maybe not. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, and I like the, the, uh, who's the realtor? At the beginning with the harpoon that dude, gun. Yeah. I Again. like I that's it's, something you didn't like. And there But it's very loony to it. You're cra- you're you're completely right. And again, this to more more and more as as we're talking about it, it's again, it's my un mm-hmm. underlying bias already against this movie because of what it did to me as a child. I'm not I'm not denying that because sure. the movie I've tried to get you to watch a lot. Uh, Oscar with Sylvester Stallone <laughs> structured very similarly to this movie and a shot in a style like a Looney Tunes movie. Oh, okay. I'd be down for that. I'm telling you, you gotta watch yeah. Oscar. And it, but this Oscar compared to House is directed by John fucking Landis, who knows what he's doing with <laughs> a movie. Hey, you're not gonna hear any disagreements with me compared to this movie where it just, it doesn't reach Do you, this expectations it's it's trying to. You you have the director written down? Yes, I do. Who's the director? His name is Steve Miner. Okay. He also did the very first episode of The Wonder Years, the pilot episode, That's which I right. like. I wrote his name down. He I al- forgot this. He and also I have his did. other stuff. Yeah, let's hear he some of them. He also did Friday the 13th Part 2. Yeah, and 3. Which is the first two to show Jason, and they have, uh, what's his face? Yeah. The, the most famous He also Jason. did H, uh, H2O. Mm-hmm. Which is not uh, a great movie. No. Lake Placid. I Forever. love Lake Placid. Yep. I didn't know he did Lake Placid. And it's a garbage movie, but I love it. And uh, let's see, Big Bully, uh, <laughs> My Father the Hero, Forever Young. <laughs> Forever Young's fine. Is that the um, Mel Gibson? I think yeah. so, right? Yeah, that's a good movie. I like that one. Um, he also did Soul Man. Yes, the he did. 80s uh, blackface movie with Oh, C. with the Thomas kid that goes Howell? to college? Yeah. As a black kid? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. He yeah. also did. Uh, so that might be like a huge point in your book, Kyle. How is that in my book? <laughs> no. No, I mean, for your argument's sake. The, oh, this okay. Guy doesn't know. Okay. Now we're on the same page. It's like, did Ryan just call me a racist? What the fuck? He also did... I, uh, I enjoyed Blackface. He also did Warlock, which was a movie that... Oh, I that's liked. Christopher Walken. Uh, uh, no. Lambert, no. right? No. What's the Christopher no. Walken Warlock? Oh. Uh, that's... Uh, you're thinking Prophecy. That's right. I that's a, he's not a Warlock. He's an Archangel. That's right. Brooks knows so much about horror. I know. That's why we have <laughs> that's him why on. I'm here. That's why he's on in October. No, uh, Warlock had uh, Julian Sands. You know, I don't think I've seen Warlock, any of them. I've played the game on There's SNES. A fucking game? There's a Warlock game on SNES. I played it. What kind of game? It's like a 2D side scroller. Okay. Like, but it's incredibly hard and really cheap and shittily made. 
Oh, so you're talking about an SNES license game. Of course. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, what a thought. <laughs> he was also a uh, producer and director for uh, Dawson's Creek, Smallville for uh, director. Uh, that makes sense. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Smallville makes sense. <laughs> and Psych. Eh, Psych's okay. So He did some okay stuff that I like a lot and some shit that is really garbage. Yeah. It's almost like every other director. Mm-hmm. Well, way to go, Steve Miner. Yeah. Some directors have never made garbage. Give me one. Edgar Wright. Okay. I just asked you to give me one. You did. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> 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 All right. Done. Podcast so, over. <laughs> I, want, I want to go back to uh, something you guys brought up. Yeah. Was uh, <laughs> how, how, you, how the... Uh, protagonist in this movie never really seemed like he was in danger. Okay. Uh, so I think that's intentional mm-hmm. because of the way at the beginning of the movie, you see the guy dropping off the groceries at his aunt's ha- at that house. Uh, and I his like aunt, that opening sec- section, by yeah, the way. They, I mean, it was really, you know, really well done mm-hmm. walking around the perimeter of the house and then leading up to it. Um, I liked... What happened in that opening part, you know, the ant uh, commits suicide and hangs Hanging. herself. That's really cool. But they touch back on that. Later on, he sees an apparition of that event with the ant talking to oh, him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How the house tricked her yeah. into it, mm-hmm. which I think is that actually the goal of the haunted the, house. Of the house is to, it's never really putting him in danger. But it's driving him to the point where he can't stand it. And so it, it stole his himself. kid to get him to kill himself. Yeah. Oh, what? So you think he died in this one? No, I don't think he died. No, no, no. I, I, th- think, I think that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I think that's but the goal that's of the house. The, that's the oh, goal yeah, of the house. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Him being in danger, I think, is actually, you know, never Do you think never that happened. his aunt saw crazy, weird fucking monsters? Oh, I guarantee it. Well, her own demons, because that's what the house does. It's like Silent Hill, baggage. right? That's what I got yeah. from well, it, too. And plus, you know, she bit. had, like, you know, her, her paintings mm-hmm. kind of gave her a little bit of an outlet for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I like had, she had some, she had some freaking twisted, like if Salvador Dali drew horror. I liked him. Yeah, I um, like that. Uh, yeah, the 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 towel hung over the most crucial part of the painting. Yeah, yeah until well, the end of the movie. Oh, that's what that was. Again, that's like eighties cheese. Yeah, they like, they just they didn't know how to make reveals or yeah. anything back then. They're just like, oh put a towel well, on it. I and mean, then at the end we'll again, just pull the towel off. It's again, done. it's like it's a Why are you overthinking this, Ted? It's something that they've not Look at really, beer thirty, let's go. <laughs> not something they've really used a whole lot <laughs> yeah. at that point. It's so true, yeah. Now nowadays it's so overdone mm-hmm. that it has to be really subtle. Mm-hmm. So Which is interesting. Yeah. But that's it that's just what it is yeah Yeah. as as a movie culture we have become more subtle and the 80s weren't so when you go back to an 80s movie like all 80s movies are what are they known for in your face action horror gore you know it's in your face they slap you with it Mm -hmm. so before we give our final opinions here i would like to make a request for next year for halloween Mm -hmm. 
So we did this movie, which is about a guy who's a writer who's dealing with crazy, <clears throat> weird monsters and inner demons. Oh, my God. Are you going to do a John Carpenter movie? Is it Mouth of Madness? Yeah. yeah. I would really like to do that next year. I figured. With Sam Neill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we should do that next year. Let's go ahead and just finish out that whole trilogy then, and we'll do Prince of Darkness as well. Okay. That's, Never uh, seen it. That's the one that's with the Alice one Cooper. Yes. The only Alice thing I Cooper's a ho- hobo in that movie. Uh-huh. Yes. I've seen it. It's pretty good. I've, I've, from what I remember. I haven't seen it in forever. Last time so. I saw it, I was super stoned. It was like 15 years ago. I think I had to have been at least uh, 12, 13. <laughs> okay. I think since so I've that seen was it. a lot longer for a you. A long time ago. Well, gentlemen, without, do you have any other notes? I guess before I, I jump yeah, in. Very quickly. Sure. Um, yeah. One. <laughs> I think this film does not get enough credit from all three of us right now for being a smarter metaphor than it is because there are things that filmmaking wise happens that I think are more clever than your average 80s film. Like when that wife monster attacks, it is as soon as he starts talking with Tanya, the neighbor. At the ex-wife And so there, there is like, there is some of this. It could be like, it's, it's that. It's the same thing as Scott Pilgrim. Every time a fight happens, it's about his relationship baggage and overcoming that. Like, that's what Scott Pilgrim is. It's a series of Scott overcoming baggage. And that's it. And I think this movie is the same way. I think, and I think there are some smart parallels that just are, are, again, smarter than your average 80s movie. Not like amazing. Really respect that opinion. (laughs) And that's not condescending at all. Maybe sounded like it when I said that. Totally does. That's because I'm a little drunk. I am. My nitpick comes from the line about the house trying to trick you. Because it doesn't. It doesn't try to trick him, really. Like, outside of that first wife, ex-wife gag. Otherwise, it just tries to kill him. Mm -hmm. It makes knives float at him. So, like, when, when the old lady, when the aunt says, the house will try to trick you and disappear... I was saying that I'm like, bullshit, the house is just trying to kill him. Like, there's there's really not been any tricks. The house tricked her. The house he tricked didn't her. Say, she didn't say that it would try to trick him. Oh, it did. No, she said, she said specifically, quote. the house will trick you too. I thought it was get The house you. will trick you too. I do remember that line. Was it I wrote you? it down Okay. because I was like, horseshit, this it house is not trying me. to trick It'll anything. It tried to trick you too. Although, it did make him think a swordfish was alive. A mounted swordfish. Well, and plus... Where's Plus something touch. I can flip? Over so, that <laughs> here's, here's something, though. Here's something that uh, to take into consideration because I do believe it did try to trick him. Okay. Because how much of that stuff was actually real? I think all, all of it, it because of Norm. What happened? What about, he saw what it about, all too. What about when um, the bull zombie? I don't. I can't remember what the heck his name is. Nobody cares. It's but, bull. You know, cuts him with his knife. There's no cut. That's uh, true. So. That, and he does say, I'm not afraid of you anymore, Ben. Yeah, Ben. The dude's name is Ben. Ben, it yes. Is ben. I'm not afraid of you, Ben. Big Ben, yes. So <laughs> I love how he gets shot once, and then he runs up. Once his fear t- is, he's over his fear of Ben, nothing <laughs> are affects you, him. Are you arguing that the house is trying to trick him by killing him, but the trick is that the injuries aren't real? 
If the mind believes well enough. That's not a trick. That's just doing fucking like thought injury. Yeah. It's still not a trick. I don't know. Is thought injury a thing? Like a trick. A trick is like something the leprechaun does in the leprechaun movies. Or, or fucking Final Destination. Like, those are tricks. Like, what? didn't think you are going to die. We made you go this way. But then, surprise, you're going I, this what way. I, what I There's got no from tricks. His, what I got from his aunt. Kyle, I'm going to trick you. Come to this room with my ice pick. I'm going to stab you. <laughs> True. Trick. <laughs> what I got from but the, the, from the, the aunt. in your mind. <laughs> from the aunt was that something happened that made her think that, I don't know, man. This movie's not that deep, I don't think, boys. All right. It's the 80s. One last thing. All right, go. Great line. Great line. I love this. I usually write down great lines. I love that you did. I love when he's babysitting and he says to the kid, why don't you play with a toy? Like a plastic bag? Just so drolly. (laughs) (laughs) And this is like a two-year-old kid. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. He does say that. Choke on plastic, turd. (laughs) Your mom left me with... up with that scene too oh, right it's so weird like the fucking this lady who comes over swims in his pool flirts with him and like is like hey let's go fuck and he's like no nah, not right now then later brings over her son who we've never seen who was watching her son while she's in the pool yeah who the fuck oh, knows know. and then shows up and she's like hey i gotta go do this other thing she looks nice i'm assuming she's going on a date sure and just drops mm-hmm. her fucking kid off at this dude she just met earlier that day's house. And that dude gives her kid a bath. And that dude just lost a kid of that size a year ago. Yeah. I wouldn't like, I mean, no offense to like the parent on my street who loses a child, but like, I'm not going to like immediately rush over and be like, Hey, can you watch mine? Of everyone on this street, you should watch my kid. And not only that. <laughs> They don't even use this as a time to, like, have him focus on this kid as a replacement for his kid. No, no. What if there's no his character kid work. was really dead, and then this kid gets kidnapped, and he forms a relationship with the mom by rescuing that kid? That could have been some of the tricks. Like, when he go, he sees his kid, and he's going to go rescue his kid, and he picks him up, and it's, like, that kid. It's yeah. not his kid, but it's that kid. And that could be tricks. There are no tricks in this movie. Two out of ten. <laughs> He's completely changed. He's on my side. There Brooks, <laughs> let's wrap this up, buddy. Yeah. Brooks, do you recommend House to somebody in this year, current year, who has never seen it? Yes. Okay. Justification why? I want to give you the same response. What the hell Justification why? <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Phoenix Wright, okay? Oh. Objection. <laughs> Justification. Why? You like this movie. Why? Justification. <laughs> so, my justification is that, uh, as I pointed out earlier, it's not a serious horror movie. Uh, it leans kind of heavily on on some of the comedy aspects of it. The campiness, it plays into that. It's more of like a fun movie with you know, a little bit of a creep factor, but not much. Um, and... Another reason is it's, uh, you know, my nostalgia gl- glasses are on for this one. Uh, it's, I loved the movie as a kid. Okay. You know, it's like, hey, experience this. Ryan, what about you, buddy? Uh, I thought I knew this movie from a kid, but I didn't. You, uh, you know the second one. I know the second one. So this the one. The squeakquel. There is, the squeakquel is fantastic. <laughs> there is 
There's no nostalgia here. Yeah. So with that, I say, with Brooks, I do think it's a fun horror movie. It is like a family-friendly poltergeist, even though that movie's PG and it shouldn't be. This feels more like... Nice tieback. Kind of like an Amblin film. It feels like yeah. that 80s kind of family, not super scary. There's nothing really that's going to traumatize you, but, you know, there's some monsters. There, but I don't know why. I know. But, like... Why do I just kids don't find anything scary, man. It's true. I mean, it, it's true. I there don't, are kids that are terrified of the toilet. So I don't, I well, don't know. that's because of look, look who's, who's talking, talking to. Oh, I guess so. See, Brooks, like I know was, that was, I was going for the <laughs> that was very okay. white. So just to explain <laughs> to the audience, Brooks went for a high five at the same time that Ryan went for a pound. Neither of them adjusted for this and just went with it. So Ryan punched. Brooks's palm. I was only doing one half of the yeah. double dragon. Oh, sure, sure. So that's that's what it is. Um, Otherwise, I'm gonna you see my other hand was fisted up. Over I guess here. I'm going to surprise Ryan, and in fact, by telling him that now he is not surprised at all. I also recommend this movie to anybody. Jesus Christ! My own p- personal bias aside, <laughs> this is like I said. I wrote down it's classic '80s. This is classic it is. '80s. Oh, totally is B movie horror schlock. It's well performed i nitpicked it harder i don't even say it's well performed not by the actors but in in the essence of a schlocky b80s movie it's what you would picture oh sure that's what i'm saying it's a well performed in that aspect it's acted horribly and that's fine yeah but i mean it doesn't hurt i also yeah. i also would agree people should watch it man it's it is a defining segment of that time period in filmmaking yeah. So, yeah. I, I think we're all on that page. Agreed. I just was terrified of this movie. Really was, man. I don't know why. I w- we should do a whole episode on fear, maybe. And why- what were you scared of as a kid? Chucky. Right? Just Chucky? Did you ever see Dolly Dearest? Chucky and Aliens. I saw Dolly uh, Dolly Dearest. Yeah. Maybe a, I did not see it Dolly It was garbage B-movie 90s horror shit. Similar to... Uh, Tales from the Hood. You remember that? <laughs> I love Tales from the it's Hood. It's great, but that's B movie garbage schlock, right? It is, and that's what makes it great. Dolly yeah. Dearest is on that caliber. Okay, but it, okay, but it's also it's it's just a murderous, creepy doll. Hmm, that's what sucks about it. But it's want, a doll if factory. Want, if you want more, you could always watch Puppet Master. I like the Puppet Masters. All bunch of Puppet Masters. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see those. the new one with Tom Lennon from uh, Reno Nine One One. What? He's in one. That's oh. awesome. I'm going to check that out. The most recent one. Mm-hmm. I didn't Guys, know they were still making them. Happy, happy fucking Halloween, man. Indeed. I'm, I'm glad about October. I'm not looking forward to either game this month, but that's general for Ryan and I. <laughs> Brooks, we won't see you for either game, but we'll see you back in a couple weeks for... What's the other movie? Because you recommended both movies this year. Yes. Uh, the next movie is Trick or Treat. Yep. Actually, I think uh, it's Trick or Treat. Yes. Is the, that's the title here? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it's trick or treat, <laughs> <laughs> which is from what I've never seen this movie, and I still haven't. So. Damn, dude! Yeah, I know this is gonna be awesome. Yeah, or I'm, not? I don't know. I'm coming in fresh. What I do know is that it's an <laughs> anthology film. Yeah, yes. Which I always like those. It's, I liked uh, VHS one and VHS two. Super's yeah. not good. What's super? That one had is that super VHS. It was oh, the third one, and okay. it's I didn't. I see can't that remember one. anything on it, but I remember hating it. 
Because the second one had the aliens and that big... This, and the alien story one. sucks. The cult one's the... I like the, the cult one. one. Yeah. That's that's your boy, I also, the raid director. I also like the, the first one with the dude that sees the dead chick in the mirror. Oh, the eye. The yeah. cybernetic eye or that's something. That's a really yeah. cool one too, man. Have you seen either of these books? I've not. They're they were both on Netflix. List. I think they still are. Yeah. I, VH, Does VHS1 have the one with the chick that's real creepy when they're on vacation and she bangs the dude and then she's a winged demon yes that's fucking awesome that's the best one from that one that and then the haunted great. house where they're in the yes. haunted house and yes. they have to get out you should watch these books you would get both uh, of them I, my mm-hmm. older brother who recommends a lot of these movies to me uh does he said that this one's really good my dad who i watched horror movies with and even the whole b monster movie films from the 1950s he and i both have a passion for those he recommended this movie, VHS, to me. So yeah. It's on watch, my list. You should watch both of them. It's, I mean, it's with <laughs> any anthology. And I love, I love anthology misfans. horror films. Yeah, I think they're great because uh, they get it know, in condensed. Yeah, yeah, you get that, like, you know, the creep shows. Those, yeah, I love those. Those, those are and I, really Those good. are great, uh, too. And from what I understand about Trick or Treat is that they're separate stories with an overarching story that contains it, right? Um... Sort of. It's more like they're separate stories in a set piece. in the same okay. area and time frame. You'll see like one You'll character see, on their way yeah. to do something. You're like, oh, they're going to that thing that they did mm-hmm. in the second okay. story. Yeah. So it's it's really cool because the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, I've not really seen right. a horror anthology movie do that. It feels in that sense more like Love Actually uh, I prefer, except with a horror. I yeah. prefer New Year's Eve. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen any of these? I've not seen. And Love actually, I've, I have actually, actually good. seen New Year's Eve. You have, oh, yes. Yeah. And New Year's Eve, it's not, it's not bad. It has Ashton okay. Kutcher, right? It's still vanilla. It looks like, yeah, it, it is kind of vanilla. Yeah, it's just, it's made to please everybody. Are you saying it's because there's a bunch of white people on it? That's that vanilla? partially, and also because it's what white people do on a first date is go see that <laughs> New Year's movie. Eve. Yeah. Or Valentine's Day yes. or whichever day it is. Exactly. The, the <laughs> holiday movie. But my anyways. First, my first date movie was Cast Away, so. Mine was God, that movie's like three date. hours long. Yeah. Oof. That's tough. Mm-hmm. I think it's like two hours 48, something like that. Did you like pick that. that? Um, yes. Did you pick what you wanted to see and not like what would be good for the date? <laughs> well, she here's actually the thing. enjoyed it. Now, here's She's the other a Tom Hanks fan. Dude, when I was in junior high. Wait, the, for Castaway? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I was thinking Waterworld. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, Castaway. No. I am back <laughs> on it. I'm back on it. Castaway. Okay. We're good. It's like a three-hour movie. That's a good movie. one. Yeah. But when I was in junior high, the number one date movie was fucking Titanic. And that movie is like three hours and two minutes. That's true. I have. And I knew dudes yeah. that went like three different times with three different girls in junior high. I never saw it. I. Ever? I, still? Got, I went to see it. It's like a thing. I, I saw it in theaters because well, my mom tricked me. Oh shit! I told her I because it came out the same time Alien Resurrection came out, so I, I have told such mom a similar story. This I, is great. I told mom I the same thing. Uh, but she was for like, Starship Troopers. I was going. To, she was like, "I'm going. We're going to go watch Titanic." I was like, "No, you're going to go watch Titanic. I'll go watch Alien Resurrection, <laughs> and I will see you after the movie." And you know, being that she paid, she bought two tickets to Titanic. I'm like, ah, fucking bitch. See this. <laughs> When I was a kid. Oh, my mom took me to go see Titanic and then in turn took me to see Starship Troopers. No. Mine was a happier ending than no. yours. My, mine is like Brooks. 
<laughs> when so my parents are divorced, and so when I would go see my dad, one of the things he would do, especially when we were younger, take the kids, go to a movie. It's easy, mm-hmm. it's quick, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember he took, and I had a, I have a sister that's three years younger than me, and we were going, and I was just the perfect age. He was taking us all, so it was me, my mom, or me, my stepmom, my sister, and me. We we're gonna go see fucking 101 Dalmatians, the Disney live action bullshit. It's going close. I'm like 13, dude. I don't fucking want to see this movie. <coughs> we get there. What other movies out at this time? It's Beavis and Butthead do America. What movie does a 13 year old boy want to see? That. 100 Dalmatians. No. Oh, shit. And my fucking stepmom did not want to see 101 Dalmatians too, because she tried vehemently to be like, no, I'll take Kyle. We'll go watch Beavis and Butthead. My dad wouldn't let us. Cause he, oh, what a turn. It was like, if I'm suffering through 101 Dalmatians with your sister, we're all doing it. So and pretty much three people had to watch 100 Dalmatians because of your sister? But Stevie didn't even care. She didn't want to see it. My sister didn't care. She was young enough. She was like nine. Yeah, you can't see Beavis and Butthead. She can't see Beavis and Butthead, but she wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. My dad should have sucked it up, taken one for the team. Let me and my stepmom go see it. But he wouldn't. And that was a True. dick move, Dad. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you have... So, you got to see Starship Troopers, though. Yeah, it was dope. That's a way better payoff. Titties and bugs. Yeah. Well, that's it, man. I'm going to shut up. That's all I got to say. Go see House. I'm looking forward to the rest of this month with you guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. I hope we didn't give too much away about Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Gave nothing away. <laughs> yeah, know, absolutely nothing. In fact, I haven't seen it in a while, so I need to rewatch it myself. Well, Brooks, thanks again. Get home safe with your dilated eyes, you weird looking bug yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brooks. We'll see you next time. Later, guys. <laughs> Scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. You'll shake and shudder inside.